It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Soccer Sharps. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to AZ Soccer Sharps. Soccer. Uh, Devin here, that's Jordan, and Jordan, we've had a pretty nice week. Yeah, we did really well on our picks from the midweek show, bud. Yeah, very exciting. Uh, nice to have a positive account in my book for once. And uh, Jordan, I'm going to throw to you for a little housekeeping here. Yeah, I will say, um, before I get to the little housekeeping, that really, we only missed one play uh, from our whole last show on the EPL midweek action. Now, our Man City play, we, we went a little back and forth on that. I ended up taking away Man City on the spread and because we were we were confused about whether to go over or under. Um, so I was glad I did that because they did concede, but they were able to cover. Other than that, we hit everything, Dev. We got every single game correct, except, except for Man U. <laughs> You're a loser. Manchester United. Yeah, we had Man U in the over there. It was a nil-nil. But listen, if anyone had Crystal Palace getting something out of that game, then you're a better handicapper than we are, and I don't believe you. <laughs> Fair enough. But yeah, cleaned up on everything else, including our best bet. We had a joint best bet. We told you. Look, we told you. Look, we said it. The big six, it always goes under. Liverpool, Chelsea, under 2.5 goals. It was a 1-0. Cash that with flying colors. Even if Timo Werner's offside goal had stood, it still would have cashed. We're feeling good about that heading into the weekend. Yeah, cagey game. Cagey game. I guess we kind of knew that. That's why we liked that under. Uh, Thomas Tuchel's teams. I guess uh, I'll get to my stats when we get to Chelsea and their game for the preview. Yeah, we're going to have some more of those cagey big sixes uh, to preview here. But yeah, just a little housekeeping. I released our February spreadsheet on our, our PL record. And, uh, you know, for another, the layman's, what does what PL mean? Oh, profit and loss. Our spreadsheet on our profits and loss. Uh, basically, our betting record shows you what we're doing with units and how much we're up, how much we've lost. And it wasn't our best month of the season, but it was still a profitable one. Uh, but we did get a couple of people that wrote in and said, well, hang on. Hang on. How how do we get all these extra plays that you did uh, from other leagues that you don't have a show for? Well, I'm not sure yet. We, we're still figuring this thing out as far as, you know, what we want to do with the show, how things want to go. Will we have a 
Patreon or subscription service where you can get every play that we make. Maybe down the line we'll do something like that, but also we've decided that we're going to have to have some sort of European show where we deal with some of the continental European leagues, such as La Liga, Bundesliga, Ligue 1, and uh, <laughs> Syria. So. Yes, because there's also opportunities to be made there, and I think we've sort of touched on it in the last EPL show, but uh, we like some of these leagues, and a lot of times you can get even better action. The EPL is really hard to bet on, so yeah, sometimes it's nice to sprinkle in some of these other leagues. Yeah, and they've definitely contributed to our success. So, yeah, going forward, we're probably going to have an EPL show, Champs League and Europa League, of course, and then maybe we'll just cover the weekend uh, European leagues, just the action that they're in on the weekends, because I don't think we we can fit in another midweek. But, uh, yeah, so look for that in the feed. We'll probably have one of those this weekend for you. I think that's all I've got housekeeping-wise. Uh, except to say that we will make it more clear at the end of the show exactly what bets we'll be locking in. Those will appear on our spreadsheet, so you know exactly what we're wagering on as well. Speaking of which, let's jump into our EPL slate. Do we know what match week this is? It probably says it on your screen uh, here. Now we are on match day 27. Match Back day to normal. 27, okay, and this is Saturday, March 6th. Our first game will be early in the morning for us, Jord. We've got Burnley hosting Arsenal. And this one, Arsenal is favored by 0.75 goals. The total is set at 2.5. And what do you think here, Jordan? Well, Dev, a uh, little bit better from Arsenal lately. And, you know, the la- the reverse of this fixture back a couple of months ago, Arsenal lost 1-0 to Burnley. That was at home for Arsenal. And that was a really disappointing result for them when they were in a huge dip of form. Uh, since then, Both teams have sort of gone different directions. Burnley righted the ship for a while, took themselves out of the relegation conversation. Now they might be sliding back into it, though they did well to get a 1-1 draw with Leicester the other day. Uh, Arsenal had gone on a terrible run at around that time, but are now starting to come out of it a little. They did really well to come back from close to elimination from the European, uh, uh, from the Europa League, but they were able to keep their chins up, get the win there at the death, and move on in that competition. They've also righted the ship a bit in Premier League. So here, I kind of look at this as two teams that will fancy themselves to get something from this, uh, two confident teams. But I'd have to lean Arsenal here, I think. The spread, much too rich for my liking. But I think Arsenal on the money line, I found it at minus 155. I think that is a reasonable play. Now, generally, I don't like to take anything shorter than like minus 180 on a money line. Um, Occasionally, I can go higher than that. But so for me, a minus 155 isn't too chalky. That's something I would play there. I also like the under in this. Under 2.5 goals, I think, is, is another option. I wouldn't necessarily parlay Arsenal money line in the under, but I think each of those plays has some value. What say you, Dev? No, I, I'm glad you brought up the under because that's what I like here. Uh, Burnley, very compact defensive team. They're very well organized. They um, play very hard. Uh, so I think Arsenal will have a little bit of a tough time breaking them down. But like you said, Arsenal, very nice run of form here. They uh, just came off a, a Leicester City 3-1 win. They had a very respectable loss to Man City, which was um, just by one. 
They beat Leeds 4-2, and then, uh, you know, their Europa success as well. So I think they're playing well, but I just want to say this about Arsenal. You can't trust them. You can't trust them. As soon as you think they're going to come out and win a game easily, they're going to stab you in the back. Uh, I don't know if it has anything to do with the fact that their manager, Mikel Arteta, may or may not be a vampire. If you look at him when they show him on the sideline of the game, just look at his face and you tell me he's not a vampire because I don't think you can say that with 100% certainty. I can't say it. (laughs) I'm not able. Uh, And this is a daytime game. This will be the first kickoff on Saturday. So, you know, I don't know. Will that sunlight affect Arteta? Who knows? (laughs) Um, No, but for betting, I think for me, I I would probably go with the under here, under 2.5. I think that's decent. Um, If it's any lower than that, even if it's like 2.25, I'm probably not touching it. Uh, And I'm definitely not touching the spread at 0.75. That's that's too rich for me. Yeah, I agree. And uh, the... Arsenal money line and the under here are my leans. I don't have anything circled for this, so stay tuned to the end for the the ledger to see exactly what we're entering. Chances are I won't have an official play for this one. Fair enough. Moving on, we have Sheffield United hosting Southampton. And this one is seeing Southampton as road favorites of 0.5, but I did see that it's kind of moving around a little bit. I did see it at 0.25. Uh, so be sure to look at that. We're going to go with 0.5. And the total at 2.5. And Jordan, Southampton's still being favored here, even though they're on the road and they've had a tough run of form lately. What do you think? Yeah, in the form table, they're probably bottom, honestly. They, they've wow. been absolutely dreadful the last couple of weeks, uh, months even. And Chef Yu, on the other hand, while they were defeated uh, by Liverpool 2-0, came back and got a win. Uh, just yesterday, I believe it was. Against Villa. Hosting Aston Villa. And I think they'll take some confidence from that. Look, they're going down. They're going to be relegated. Um, I don't see any way out of that for them. But it's a team that believes in themselves. They like to fight. They will go down with a fight. And I think they're going to really fancy their chances here at home to this woeful Southampton team. And I just think there's really good value on Sheffield United getting a half goal here. So that would probably be my play for this one, but this is also another one where I really like the under. Under 2.5 goals is available at minus 145. I like that, but I don't like it as much as Chef U plus a half a goal at minus 125. That will probably be my play for this game. Yeah, I think the bookies are getting a little wise to the unders here. A lot of these Premier League games going under, they just play such hard defense in the EPL. There's so many games. Guys are tired. I do like the under a little bit here, and I think you're right. I think if you're getting blades on the double chance here, they uh, win or draw, you make money. I like that. Southampton in their last 10 have two wins, one draw, seven losses. So they're just, they're really struggling, which is too bad because I like their team and we really like them at the beginning of the year. Yeah, they've been plagued by injuries, but, you know, listen, everyone has injuries. It's a part of the game. There's something else going on there, too. They, there are other issues there. They've got a lot of talent in the team, but it's just not clicking right now. You can't back them until you see it from them. So, yeah, let's go Chef you here on the double chance. Moving on to the next game, we have Aston Villa hosting Wolverhampton Wanderers. This one is seeing Villa as home favorites of just one quarter goal. And the total set at 
Boy, tough one. Tough one, I think, to cap here. Is Grealish going to be back? Is Ross Barkley going to get minutes for Villa? Uh, the Wolves, you know, had a decent showing against Man City, but uh, ended up sort of getting blown out in the end. But that was because they were going for a, a victory, which you got to respect. But what do you think about this matchup, Aston Villa hosting Wolves? Well, this is another one, Dev, where, you know, we'll sound like a broken record here, but to me, this is a red-hot under. Under, 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 under. Yeah, I was shocked that this wasn't set at 2. Under 2.5 here is a gift. It's a little juiced at minus 130, but this is definitely an official play for me. Uh, You know, Villa have seen fewer than 2.5 goals in four of their last five. I don't have the stats on Wolves, but tons of theirs have gone under, I think. Let's make sure that's true. Doesn't sound like great analysis. Um, They're under, I mean, it's sort of down the middle, the numbers that I'm seeing. um, Overs 12, unders 11, with four pushes for Wolves. Yeah, so if we look at their last five, there was an over when they played Man City most recently. They got thumped 4-1. We talked about that at the top. uh, Man City covered for us. They drew 1-1 with with Newcastle. They won 1-0 to Leeds. And then they beat the woeful Southampton 2-1. So you got a couple overs there, but the City one, they got thumped. Wolves are really only contributing one goal in most of these games. So these are two goal-shy teams that are, you know, Villa really can't afford a loss here. They're going to be cagey. They can't score anyway. With Grealish out of the team, it hurts their chances even more. I'm not sure if he'll be back for this one. It's something to look for. But uh, either way, I like the under here. Yeah, I think that's a good shout if you're going to bet on this one. I, I personally am not going to bet on this. I, you know, I liked Man City and Wolves under at the beginning of this past week. And that didn't come through because Wolves scored. As soon as they scored, you knew it was over. Um, but... Yeah, I I just, I don't like this. This game's yuck to me. Yeah, definitely. And the last two meetings between these two teams have gone under as well, so that's some interesting data. But I do have a cheeky little play. Cheeky. That will be tied in with this game and the next game we're going to cover. So stay tuned for that, but maybe a little sprinkle here on the draw outright at plus 225. And the reason that's going to come into play is because our next game is a game I can't split down the middle either. I think that one is a red-hot draw. And if you play the draw in this game and the draw in the next game, if just one of those ends in a draw, you make money because of the way the odds are priced. They're both plus 225. Dev, what's the next game? The next game is Brighton and Hove Albion hosting Leicester City. Uh, This one's a pick'em, and the total's a 2.5. Yeah, so you might think there's value in Leicester as a pick. Leicester do a lot of their best work on the road, but they're just unbackable right now. They, Without Harvey Barnes and James Madison in the side, it's a completely different team. I don't care if Vardy's playing or not. And Brighton, God, they're just the most unlucky team. They play so well, they dominate games, and they just don't get anything out of them. So... I'd actually be sort of tempted based on the way they play to take Brighton at home here on the uh, on the pick. But, you know, I also could see Leicester as a pick. So maybe staying away from that, I think you're sort of safe taking the pick for either because I think it's so certain to draw. Uh, Brighton are the draw specialists. They're constantly getting draws. So really, this is this comes into my cheeky little play. Take a draw on this game. Take a draw on Villa and Wolves. I guarantee one of them draws. 
Of course, now that I said guarantee, it, it won't happen. But yeah. I feel really strongly the that the gambling at least... gods heard that and they, yeah. they don't like it. The sound of it. Uh, <laughs> these teams played on February tenth, which I think is kind of interesting. Must have been a cup game or a league cup game, and that one saw uh, Leicester winning one nil. Uh, so there may still be some value on the under here as well. I, I'm with you on Lester. I've lost money on them in three consecutive weeks now. So they're unbackable for me. Head to head, these teams have seen fewer than 2.5 goals in six of their last eight meetings. That's pretty interesting. Ooh, I like that. And Brighton, of course, have seen fewer than 2.5 goals in seven of their last eight. So this is another under possibility for sure. <laughs> yeah, we got four games on Saturday. They're all set at 2.5 totals, and I like them all under. Today had three games. All of them were 1-0. It just feels like that's a good way to go. I wonder if you bet every under for the EPL, just how that would fare. <laughs> yeah. Of course, this weekend, watch it. Every game's going to be 3-3, but <laughs> um, cool. Well, any any other thoughts on these sides, George, Brighton, and Leicester? Uh, no, not really. This is a really tough one to call, so I think I'll probably have a little sprinkle on the draw with these last two matches and hope that they both hit, but if just one of them hits, we make money. So I really like that, and yeah, I, I'm with you. All these games could go under, and that's not the last time you're going to hear me say under on this show. And we'll get to our Sunday fixtures right after this quick break. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Sunday, 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 March 7th, we have West Brom hosting Newcastle. This one's seeing West Brom as home favorites of just a quarter goal, 0.25. The total is set at 2.5. Yeah, I don't have a lot of thoughts on this, George. What do you think? Well, Dev, this one, for me, comes down to the status of one man, Alan St. Maximin. Will he play for Newcastle United? He had an injury, came out of the last game. It's really too bad because he's really fun to watch. He's really fun to watch, and I think Wolves were lucky that he came out of that match because otherwise I don't think they would have had the draw that they got. But if he is out, yeah, Newcastle Wolves, the one that uh, you took Wolves on the money line? (laughs) Ah, yes. Loser. (laughs) I do remember (laughs) now. (laughs) Yeah, we get a lot of mileage out of bringing that up. Yeah, I'll bet. (laughs) So um, 
listen, if he's out, I kind of like the under here. It's juiced pretty heavily uh, under 2.5 goals. I'm seeing it about minus 140. And if he's in, though, maybe even if he's not, but definitely if he is, I love Newcastle getting a quarter of a goal here. Newcastle plus 0.25 goals is available at minus 125. I think that's a really strong play. Yeah, Newcastle uh, feisty in their last few matches. And West Brom, um, sort of lucky to get a win. Oh, they were very lucky, yeah. They, yeah. they, they, they Oh, um, that was Everton, right. No, they lost Everton. Yeah, no, they played Bright. I think the Brighton. game you're thinking of is yeah, the Brighton game where Brighton had two penalties off the woodwork. They also had a bizarre free kick situation where the ref blew the whistle twice and the goal was disallowed. It was really bizarre. But yeah, they did not earn that win, but they got it. And... um yeah, they listen, they played Everton to a 1-0. They're getting tighter at the back. Certainly not shipping five goals a game like they were for a while there. But it's probably too little too late. I think they're probably going to go down as well. And Newcastle playing better. But if they're missing St. Maximin and if Almiron is out, he also had a knock. Uh, yeah, that could be dicey. So definitely a lineup checker for me. I wouldn't make anything official. Although... When I see the lineups, if I really love something, I will tweet it out. So make sure you're following us on Twitter at AZ Soccer Sharps. At AZ Soccer Sharps. That's right. I'm sorry. Um, that's how we how we pronounce it in America. Soccer. Soccer. Now moving on, we have Liverpool hosting Fulham, and Liverpool is favored by 1.5 goals here. The total is set at three, and I just want to throw out a couple little stats about Liverpool. We just saw them lose today. At home, once again, to Chelsea, 1-0. And now Liverpool have lost five straight at home for the first time in club history. Shocking. Pretty wild. I wouldn't have expected that to come from a Jurgen Klopp team. But again, you know, there's no fans in the stands, uh, and Anfield's just not the fortress that it has been in the past. Yeah, I suppose that's right, but there are some teams that are keeping their home spaces fortresses, uh, so it's just, it's odd. I mean, they're not winning really on the road either, are they? You know, yes, they did beat Sheffield United 2-0. They had that Leipzig 2-0. We'll see what they do again in this next round of, of Champions League, but this game against Fulham, look, we know the way Fulham are playing. They're playing much better lately. They were really unlucky not to at least get a draw today against Tottenham. They had a goal disallowed that was really, really harsh. Yeah, highly questionable there. And I'm a Tottenham fan. That was pretty highly questionable. Yeah, so Liverpool, yes, they could win this game, sure. But it's not going to be an easy one. It's going to be a tight, cagey game. I'm seeing the total here set at three. I love the under there. That's a push at worst. I don't really see this getting past two, though, to be honest. And taking that into account... While you can't even be sure if Liverpool are going to win a game, you can be pretty sure they're not going to cover a minus 1.5 handicap. I love Fulham plus 1.5 in this match. Maybe they lose. It's not going to be by two. Yeah, I'm with you there, Jordan. Again, the value there is just tremendous on Fulham. So if Fulham somehow get a win, if it's a draw, if they lose by one, those are all winning propositions for you. You cash in any of those outcomes. And whereas Liverpool has to win by two to cover, no good. This is too juiced for a Liverpool team that is a traditional public team, understandably. But they, another weird stat, it's been over 10 hours with open play since they've scored a goal at home. Wow. So it's been 10 hours of game time since they've scored something that wasn't a penalty or a set piece. 
Yeah, that that's, is just that's insane for for the attacking talent that they have. They're in trouble. <laughs> I mean, they're not yeah. in trouble of you know being relegated or something insane like that, but they need to pick up points to stay in the top four or even the top six. Yeah, they're in danger of not making the Champions League. I, I don't think that this team, with their confidence and injury depletion and everything, I don't see them going too far in the Champions League. I think they'll make it to the next round, but I'm not sure that's going to be their way in. And if they don't get a fourth, top four spot here, they may not have Champions League football. It's just astonishing to think about that this these are the champions we're talking about here. Yeah, They, they won the league last year and did it easily. And they won the Champions League the year before that. Right. And this is this is not that team. I know there have been problems. They've had emotional stuff off the pitch. I get that. They've been ravaged by injuries. I get that. But listen, champs have to be deep. You have to have depth. Uh, and they're just they're, it's just not working. And so, yeah, until we see it from them, the value is is totally on Fulham here. Fulham. And look, Fulham, you know, not the greatest team. They're in danger of relegation themselves. But I really like the job that Scott Parker, their manager, has done. He's on the sideline looking like some old British sea admiral who's there guiding the ship along. Yeah, shout out Scott Parker. He was actually the original, like back in the early aughts, who had the like pilot World War II haircut that has become so popular in the last five years or so, just like the fade underneath and then the swoop over. Uh, These are the things we talk about when we watch the game, by the way. We're not even talking about the gambling. We just talk about basically managers and who looks stupid. Yes, we spend a lot of time on appearances. <laughs> uh, we're both very vain and shallow. And yeah, we, we actually may look into doing some, um, what do they call them? Live match reactions. You know, the thing where like people on YouTube watch a match, and but you watch us watching the match. Yeah, we might do some of that. There's a term for it, but I can't think of it at the moment. But listen, this game, if Fulham scores in this game, they're going to cover a plus 1.5 handicap. If Fulham don't score in this game, it's going under three goals. So, Mm. maybe play both. I like that. That's smart. Yeah, because the fear here for me, if I'm if I'm betting on this Fulham uh, plus one point five, is that Liverpool comes out wins two nil, right? But sure. But in that case, you're getting the under there. So I I think that's not a bad shot. Take them both and um, take them both. I think you have a really good shot of both cashing. Because Fulham play really good defense, it's really hard to score on them. Even the they've got fun attacking players. Yeah, the free scoring, high flying Spurs weren't even able to put more than one past them after putting four past Burnley. So, you know, Fulham they really run a tight ship there, and I think they're better than their results show. They're a little goal shy. They can't really pick out that final quality pass, but they're really close. I really hope they stay up because they'll be fun to watch next year if they do. And moving on to our next game for Sunday. Is this the last game on Sunday? I uh, got two more. Uh, but this is uh, this is the marquee matchup, I'd say, of the weekend. We've got the Manchester Derby. Manchester City hosting Manchester United. City in this one f- uh, favored by a goal at minus one. And I'm seeing the total literally all over the place. 2.5, 2.75, So that total is definitely going to be moving. I- I'm guessing that's going to end at about three before kickoff. And uh, City minus one should be tasty. What do you think, Jordan? Yeah, Dev, on paper, this is the match of the week. But listen, we know what's going to happen here. It's going to be an under. It's going to be a cagey under, just like all of these meetings between the top six, top four have been, and especially this one. I think the last time these two teams played, it was a nil-nil, the reverse of this fixture. 
And just, I mean, the same reason we took the under in Chelsea-Liverpool is because all of these meetings go under. I mean, it's just, it's the way they play. They're playing not to get beat. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is going to set up not to concede anything and maybe get lucky and hit him on the break, but that's not going to work because it's Man City. It's just, it has nil-nil written all over it, but it certainly doesn't get past three. I'm certain it doesn't get past three. So if you can find this at three, I found it on my book at three at minus 140, so a little juiced, but... I mean, it's as close to a lock as you're going to get for my money. So I'll be playing that for sure. Um, you know, there might be some value in Man U on the double chance because it's a derby. But like you said, there are no fans there. So that kind of stuff gets thrown out the window. Good luck going against Manchester City. Um, wh- what did you say the spread was? Uh, it's a full one goal? Yeah. Yeah, so Man U plus one, maybe, but I'd rather just not take a side here because it can be so unpredictable. It's just the one thing I'm certain of is this does not get past three. Um, Well, interesting you say that, Jordan. In their last 10 head-to-head, these two teams have been five and five for over-unders, so right down the middle there. But that's taking it. I mean, we've. it's hard to take in the historical data, especially going back that far, because this season is such an anomaly, because these teams are both in Europe. I mean, they have been before too, but they're playing, you know, two to three games every week almost, it feels like. And, you know, we're just seeing the trends. Like we, we've talked about before here on the show that we're not exactly trying to predict the future here and be like, oh, we're really good at guessing the future. Now, that's not what we're doing is we're looking for value and we have to take all the data that we're seeing lately, the form, the things coming into this, the, you know, within the last year or so, I think more than we normally would. Traditionally, I like to look at the history a little more. And in Europe, I think some of that could still stand. But domestically, this season has been an anomaly for a lot of these leagues. Um, We're seeing it in the Bundesliga as well, in La Liga for sure, and and here too. And so I'm going to keep writing that data until I have a reason not to. And I just got to keep playing these unders. Yeah, I'm with you, Jordan. I think that's a pretty solid uh, reasoning. And with this one, it's it's hard for me to see United scoring. They haven't scored a goal in their past two games against Crystal Palace and Chelsea. Both of those ended in nil-nil draws. Um, so, yeah, I, I have a hard time seeing them score against City, whose defense is just absolutely lights out, brick walls back there, and they actually play defense by possessing the ball. And they're going to see a ton of the ball, because they always do. Mm-hmm. And, and I, then you will want them to. Or I've said this before, but I really dislike the way they play. I find it incredibly boring to watch. The tiki-taka, kick the ball around, just try to keep possession. But it works. It's extremely effective. No more so than the fact that in this calendar year, Manchester City is perfect. They have won every single game. They have not drawn a game. They have not lost a game. Uh, yeah, 21 you, wins in a row. That is... That is, is absurd. Uh, United, on the other hand, in their last 10, have seen five of those as draws. <sighs> However, when I look at the last three head-to-head of these teams, United, 2-1-0. and oh. So two wins and one loss for United here. You know what those all have in common, though? What's that? They all went under. <laughs> yes, they did. Yes, they did. That's why uh, I think you're right. Under is the play here. And... Um, you know, it's too bad because several months ago, this game would have been just absolutely must-see TV because United still had a shot at the title, but that's gone away. Cities has it now, essentially. Yeah, and even when they played in the, the uh, Carabao Cup, 
we thought, oh, this is going to be a tasty matchup. It was just 2-0 to City. That was probably the most defiant they've been. Uh, but even that went under, you see. So, And yes, uh, as I hearkened to earlier, the, the last meeting when the reverse of this fixture was 0-0, it's going to set up to be that way again, I think. And yeah, I'm at the risk of repeating myself over and over. I just don't see this getting past three. In our next and final Sunday fixture for March 7th, we have Tottenham Hotspur hosting Crystal Palace. It's a bit of a London derby, yeah? Uh, Tottenham in this one, I'm seeing favored by 1.25 goals, goal and a quarter, and the total set at 2.5. I just want to jump in here and say real quick, Tottenham, their past two games, two wins. Well done, Jose. But boy, did they deserve to drop points to Fulham. We already kind of said that on the show, but... Fulham had a goal disallowed in a very cheap way. Tottenham playing their negative football again. It's so disappointing to watch because they are can be so exciting, so high-flying, so great at scoring goals. But, uh, you know, Jose always famously says he doesn't care if he wins by one or, or seven. It's the same to him. So we may be in for more of this uh, boring football. Yeah, I'm with you, Dev. And... This is one that not a lot of data goes into this, but this is one I actually could see going over. And that might seem a little wonky because in nine of the last 10 meetings between these two teams, the under has hit or fewer than 2.5 goals have been scored. So you go nine out of the last 10 meetings. Well, again, we can't really look at the huge historical picture here because I think things are different now. In six of Spurs' last seven games... They've seen more than 2.5 goals. And Crystal Palace, we've highlighted before, whether Zaha's in the lineup or not, I think he might get the start here because he came on as a sub in their last match, which was the nil-nil game in the fog against Man U that we lost money on, our one losing proposition of the week. But he came in at the end of that game, and I think he'll probably get the start here this weekend against Spurs. So that helps them to be more confident in front of goal. So it kind of comes down to whether you think Spurs can keep a clean sheet here or not. If Zaha's in the lineup, I I think they can probably get a goal here. And so I'm kind of leaning the over. But Spurs on the money line, minus 215, too rich. If you take Spurs on the spread, it's probably going to push. It's just I can't really find a way to play this. And taking an under just scares me. Because of the way the two teams have been lately, you got Zaha starting probably. I don't know. It's tough. For some reason, I just lean over there. But as you can see, the way I'm talking about it, there's probably not going to be an official play on this. Maybe Spurs is a parlay piece to throw in with some other stuff you got going. Yeah, I said uh, last time on the show, I think Tottenham is going to go on a bit of a run here, string some wins together after losing three straight. But those are against very quality teams. And uh, in their past two, Tottenham have clapped two clean sheets. Crystal Palace, their last two have been both scoreless draws. So they haven't been able to find the goal. Uh, I'm with you, though, on the betting angle of this because I don't really see one. 1.25 on the spread is is way too rich for Tottenham. Um, yeah, there's just no value here. Yeah, there, no matter how value. you play it, unless you want to be a real betting man and take Palace on the spread or something. But who wants to do that? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm with you there. Uh, yeah, it's probably a stay away. Yeah, I'd lean over, maybe throw Tottenham in a parlay, but no official plays, I don't think, for this one. 
And moving on to Monday, March 8th, we have two matches on this day. We've got Chelsea hosting Everton. Chelsea is a one-goal favorite. Total is set at 2.5. I just want to throw a couple Chelsea stats out there since Thomas Tuchel, Tommy Tukes, has taken over as the Chelsea manager. In the 10 games that he has managed, Chelsea are 7-3-0. They've gotten into the top four. They are unbeaten in all of those games. And they've scored 11 and only conceded two with eight clean sheets. Chelsea are here, man. They've arrived. Yeah, well, they're certainly here to keep goals out. They're certainly here defensively. They're still having their goal shyness. I mean, they're doing enough to get wins, but they still I've still not seen them pass their two-goal limit. Their ceiling is two goals, it seems. Tommy two goals, we should call him. And uh, <laughs> but usually it's one. So I think they get the win here. Chelsea on the money line, minus 180. That's something I would probably play. As I said, 190 is kind of my my max. Um, this is a little short, though, uh, as they're playing an Everton team who have been on a good run uh, since beating Liverpool at Anfield. They've kept it going. Back-to-back wins since then, so that's three in a row for them. And, you know, they'll fancy themselves coming here to Chelsea and getting something out of this. But, you know, at the risk, again, of being a broken record, Given the fact that Everton seemed to win 1-0, Chelsea seemed to win 1-0, don't score more than two. If you could find this at three, it's, <laughs> I would totally play the under. Under 2.5 is a little scary because I could see both teams scoring. Um, this reminds me a bit of the game that Chelsea played against Southampton at Southampton back on the 20th of February, and that was the one game where Chelsea conceded a goal that wasn't an own goal. So their one concession was against woeful Southampton, surprisingly. I could see that being similar to this just because I see a lot of similarities between Everton and Southampton, although Everton are on a good run, whereas Southampton are not. But I see the tactics for this maybe being similar, and I could see a 1-1 here. My fear would be that Chelsea get their typical two, typical Tommy two goals, and Everton get one, Richarlison with some outside range kind of strike into the bottom corner something like that maybe Sigurdsson hits a penalty um so my fear here about the under would be unless you see it at three maybe don't grab that but you can't take the over either I think Chelsea probably get the win here so I would lean Chelsea money line but it's it is a tough one yeah Chelsea money line not bad but I think if Oh, man. I, yeah, I probably won't bet on this. I was going to say Everton plus one gives you a good range of options in the push, yeah. push opportunity uh, if they lose by one. But Chelsea are just good, man. They're really, really solid defensively. It's going to be very difficult, I think, for Everton to score here. James Rodriguez has been out for a couple weeks. He seems to always be in and out of the lineup, so I don't know what's going on with him. And I really like Everton. I think they're a team that could finish top six. Uh, I do not see them winning this game. They could maybe draw. Yeah, not much of a betting angle here for me. All right. So we got one more. Yeah, one more. And I'll present this one because it's my team, West Ham United, hosting Leeds United, another team that we're both quite fond of. And, Dev, what are the stats? Well, we got West Ham at home as favorites by half a goal. 
and the total looking like 2.75, three some places. So that's all over. Let's let's call it three though. Yeah. Um, so based on the form test, based on the eye test, I have to back West Ham United here, uh, not just as a homer, but like I say, just looking at the form of the two teams, Leads so up and down, so unpredictable, whereas West Ham have been solidly dependable lately. Their one loss in forever coming at Man City, which they they were really, really close to walking away with a point from. But they did not. Still, nothing wrong with losing at Man City by a 2-1 scoreline. So, still think they're in great form. Still think they're going to be playing with confidence. And I like them on the spread at minus 0.25. That means if this is a draw, you only lose half of your bet. I think that's pretty safe. Total is set at three on my book that I'm seeing. And I'm actually, I'm seeing the spread at, at a half, full half. A full half on our book? Uh, no, I was doing the odd shark aggregate. Yeah, well, our book has it at uh, minus 0.25 at minus 125. So, uh, so I really like that there. Oh, that must have moved you. That, that's also juiced. Mm-hmm. Total set at three. Yeah, I think both teams score in this for sure. This could be a both teams to score. I'm not sure what the juice on that is. Again, we should probably look at that stuff, but we keep forgetting because our book doesn't have it. You won't see it on our spreadsheet. But... Yeah, uh, I do think both teams score, and then West Ham probably nicks it. A 2-1 seems very likely to me. But Leeds, always capable of coming up with another goal. So you might have some confidence in playing the over here and taking a push at three. But uh, I have to back my team in the form they're in and take West Ham on the spread here. Well, so Leeds are a completely different team without Calvin Phillips. I've been saying it on the show for weeks. Without Calvin Phillips... You can't back them, and it's too bad because I really love Leeds. They're the most fun team to watch. We they're, all love Leeds. They're the opposite of Man City in that they're not as good, <laughs> but they're so much more fun to watch. So, But without Phillips, it's hard to back them winning a game. And I think in this one, I think you're right. They could score, but I think based on the form, you have to back West Ham at home here. I'm with you, Dev. But that wraps up all of our uh, EPL games for this coming weekend, Jordan. Do you want to just do the rundown and talk about bets we like? Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna list everything that we are going to play on the spreadsheet. And I guess you could chime in and say, I wouldn't play that or something like that. But this is everything I'm going to put on the spreadsheet. So, for Saturday, I will be taking Sheffield United plus a half a goal at minus 125. Lock that in. I like that. I like that. In the Aston Villa versus Wolves at Wolverhampton game, I will be taking the under 2.5 goals at minus 130. Under, 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 under. And sprinkling a little bit on the draw at plus 225 because I will also be sprinkling on the draw at plus 225 in the Brighton versus Leicester match. Now, when you do this method, when you're taking the draws, make sure that you're doing it for an equal stake. This way, if just one of the draws hits, you will make money. We're not trying to hit both. We would love to hit both, but we're just trying to hit one there. So we're going to play an equal stake on both draws, Villa and Wolves and Brighton and Leicester. Now, that's in addition to a separate bet on Villa and Wolves going under 2.5 at minus 130. Just real quick about units. Uh, Some people have asked about what our units are. None of your business. If you want to play a $10 unit, fine. If you want to play a $100 unit, 
fine. Just just track the units. Make sure you're doing a unit. All of our plays will be a one-unit play unless otherwise noted. Usually our best bet is something that we'll do two two units on, like uh, Liverpool, Chelsea, under. If, if we ever say best bet, that's a two-unit bet. Everything else, generally one unit. Um, moving on to Sunday, I will be taking Fulham on the spread at Liverpool. Fulham plus 1.5 goals at minus 110. Love it. Man City versus Man U, the Manchester Derby, under three. Lock that in now. You don't want that moving to 2.5. I'll take it at minus 140. Lock that in. I also personally kind of like Man City minus one there. Fair enough. Yeah, you you like that Man City 1-0 win or 2-0 win, something like that? Yeah, and I think this is the last really meaningful game for them in terms of the domestic league, so I think they're going to really want to stick it to United. Totally. Seems fair. Um, so that's, and then moving on to Monday, <clears throat> don't really have any official plays for Monday, but you know, I'll be leaning West Ham. I'll probably put them on the spreadsheet on the spread there at minus 0.25 goals. So yeah, that's, that's the rundown. I guess best bet, boy, do we want to be bold and say the best bet is Fulham plus 1.5 goals? I certainly don't want to do that, no. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> How about uh, the under three in the Manchester Derby? I think that's good. I, that can be your best bet. Well, I'd like it to be something we agree on. So from okay. all those things we well, ran I, down. I was going to say um, Sheffield plus Sheffield a half United. goal. Okay. Sheffield United plus a half a goal at minus 125 will be the best bet this week. Throw two units on that. Yeah, the only reason I shy away from Fulham is just because it is still Liverpool. It's at Anfield. There's... We've been saying that for weeks, though. We've I know been saying we have. it's still I know Liverpool, we have, but it still is. They're still gonna eventually. They're gonna wake up on the side of the bed where they go, "Oh, we're Liverpool. Let's win three 0 Maybe, 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 maybe not so. this week. But fair enough. Yeah. So that so the Chef U one, boy, <laughs> Chef U is our lock. Um, well, take something else then. I don't know. No, listen, I love all these plays. Everything that we're well, what locking about in, the, okay, well, I love. So uh, Maybe the United City under is a good one. It, I mean, it's going under. <laughs> There's, Listen, all of those are good plays, guys. Uh, throw anywhere from one to two units on any of those. Fulham plus 1.5, under three in the Manchester Derby. Sheffield United getting a half goal. Dev and I have different leans on which is the best bet, but you're probably safe with all of those. Feel confident about them. You got to trust us. We crushed it this week. Let's do Soccer it again. Soccer sharps. And uh, stay tuned for the uh, European show, where we'll preview all of the best action from this weekend on the European continent. Yeah, it's going to be a separate podcast. We're just going to talk about some Euro trash games, and uh, I'm pretty excited about it. Indeed. And then we'll be back next week with the Champions League uh, betting preview and official picks. The train marches on. The trains don't really march, though, do they? Roll on. Yeah, rolling. Rolling along. Yeah, so keep rolling, 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 rolling. <laughs> Boy, that's like exactly the same song. I started singing Ba with a Ba. I was like, Rolling, 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 rolling. All those sort of like mid 90s grunge hip hops songs new metal spelled n-u oh god is that what new metal is mm. that's trash Marcial.
Sharps. Of course, I was here today and I ate cookies and yeah. goldfish. Gotta be careful. Yeah, this place is terrifying. All right, uh, ready? Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.